The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Really struggle at this time of year for victims who've been impacted by sexual violence. They depend on services like the Dublin Rape, Rape Crisis Centre to help them get by. Now, joining me to talk about the incredible work carried out by the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre is Rachel Morrow, a CEO of the centre. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning, Pat. Now, uh, Christmas, a time of joy and merriment for many people, but a time of uh, maybe triggering for some people who've been through a bad sexual experience, a violent sexual experience. That's right, Pat. So while the rest of us are celebrating Christmas and you spoke of joy and merriment, really that masks the experience of people who've been affected by sexual violence, either recently or historically. In fact, what we've found on the National Rape Helpline um, is that people actually dread Christmas um, for if they've suffered a, a, a sexual assault. Um, and the reasons are that you, Christmas can be a really lonely time for those people. Eight in ten people who've experienced sexual violence know the perpetrator um, and it's not unlikely that they'll come face to face with them um, over the Christmas period either with friends or families um, or other groups um, and that can be triggering like you said also sexual violence isn't going to stop over Christmas there are going to be new cases of sexual violence um, over the month of December so for us in the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre it is a busy month um, where when we looked at the figures for last year we saw that actually contacts to our helpline doubled in January so there was a delayed response um, in terms of people reaching out for help. So this year we're asking people to contact us early um, if you um, experience sexual assault or sexual violence over the Christmas period, call us on one 8888 We're working every day over Christmas. Every day. Every day, every hour, 24 hours. 24 um, hours yeah. every day over the Christmas yeah. period. So uh, you've got your volunteers working, uh, generously giving up their time, uh, uh, you know. Which volunteers is and staff, yes. And, um, staff, yeah. and the, the helpline is um, a national service. Um, we also run a web chat service um, and that helps people who mightn't be able to snatch the normal time that they would to make a call to the helpline because people's um, routines change over Christmas. So our business and also they may be overheard and they don't want to be overheard, but they might be able to slip in online and have that chat. Absolutely, and that's why we started that service was because um, absolutely you can be overheard. And like I said, if you know the perpetrator and they're they're living in your home, um, then there there is a risk associated with mm. that. So web. So, chat. so what is the web chat? So you can go onto our website drcc.ie um, and that service is run from. Um, 10 till 5 every day. Um, it also extends from midnight to 3am um, on Tuesdays and Wednesdays because they are actually uh, very busy days after the weekend. Um, people, people tend to contact us. All right. Um, how much of uh, the contact that you get is about uh, stranger rape rather than, uh, you know, rape by a member of family or friends? So we don't um, differentiate between the, the, the type of sexual violence. Um, around seven in ten of our um, callers are first-time callers. Um, so they haven't um, reached out to us before. We're noticing um, that sh- the, the time that we, we, we take with each person, that's getting longer and longer. Um, we've noticed, um, and the sexual assault treatment units um, around the country would, would echo this, that there are increased levels of violence um, when it comes to sexual assaults um, and the sexual assault treatment 
unit uh, started to record this data in 2021 and it found that one in four um, uh, rapes included a um, a physical restraint Um, and in 2022 that increased to over 30%. So the trend um, in that respect is not going in the right direction Um, and we know that that young people, they use our services a lot. Obviously rape and sexual violence isn't um, exclusively a a young person's problem Um, but you you know, we, we're seeing that, um, say, in the age of 18 to 24 young women, that over 60 percent of them have experienced sexual violence in their lifetime. They've only been alive for 25 years. Yeah. So that obviously is hugely concerning. Um, how rapidly is it changing? I'm wondering about the, the very common use of cocaine and whether that fuels sexual violence. The issue, I suppose, we haven't had great data in Ireland. I mean, we don't have a great history of sexual violence in this country. Um, so the Central Statistics Office has um, started to record data. Really, we need um, to use that as a benchmark and then um, compare back. Um, we know that people are concerned when they go to the sexual assault treatment unit that they their drink has been spiked or that they have been drugged. So it's obviously on people's on people's minds um, and it's certainly something people need to watch out but for. But we don't have the, the hard facts. We don't have the data that would be, I I suppose, useful in terms of combating this because I remember uh, hearing a a doctor from an A&E unit saying, Mm -hmm. believe it or not, the biggest date rape, rape drug in Ireland is alcohol. Certainly alcohol is a factor um, in many sexual assaults. Um, but really, you know, we need to look at the, the wider societal problem that people are perpetrating this on other people. It's a very, it's like it's a human thing. Um, and we need like that social change, um, that structural change in order to make a big difference. It's not just around drugs. Now, now people, when they hear about a, a National Rape Crisis Helpline and the, the number again, one eight hundred seventy seven eighty eight eighty eight. 8 they will perhaps, before they have uh, the nerve to, to call, they'll be wondering, what happens when I call? So talk us through what will happen. Yes, and one of the things that we hear first when people call us is, I'm not sure I've called the right place or I'm not sure this is serious enough, um, which is obviously troubling for us. So again, our message is that even if you don't think it's serious enough, call us and, and we can we, we can talk to you. Do, um, do you know what I mean? They'll be wondering, will they just tell me, go to your A&E, uh, have a swab taken, call the guards, da-da-da. They will wonder that. They will. You know, um, so so tell us. And to, and yes, and in some cases, that. you know, that, that is the right response. Um, but really, the it's staffed by crisis counsellors. Um, so you'll be talking to somebody who has um, dealt with an issue just like the one that you're calling us about many, many times before. There's a real sense of comfort and support, emo- a real emotional response to the challenges that, sh- that you're facing. Many of the people are calling because of um, struggles, isolation, again, the psychological um, effect. And it's not just people who've been recently raped, it's people who um, have suffered sexual assault mm. in the past. So it's a real mix of callers. Um, do you get underage callers in touch? We do get underage callers in touch. Um, we're not the appropriate um, agency um, for anybody under 16. So um, and if they call and they say, I'm even, you know, 16, 17, they are still under 18. Yes. So 16 and 17 year olds, 17 year olds, um, we will absolutely um, deal with them to undergo therapy. We need their parents' consent um, to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are more appropriate services for people who are under 16 um, who need to speak to um, a counsellor. Yeah. I'm just wondering what happens then if uh, uh, someone who's listening in uh, calls and they're only 14 or 15 and they've had uh, a violent sexual encounter, 
they should being still told call to go us. someone else, you know, is not maybe the answer they're hoping for. Yes, and they should still call us um, and we will make sure that they get put into the, the arms of the right people. And in terms of uh, telling your parents, if you're 16, 17, uh, 18, 19, you know, you're still maybe dependent very much. You may be nominally an adult at 18, but you may not be emotionally an adult and, and you may be in bits after uh, something terrible that's happened on a night out or uh, on a sleepover or whatever it might be, uh, something unacceptable to you. Um, do you encourage them to talk to their parents? So sexual assault and sexual violence is a shocking crime, no matter what age it is that, that it happens. We offer actually a lot of support to parents who call us. This, the National Helpline is not only for people who've been affected themselves, but for their family um, and their wider support group. Um, and we'd encourage people to do whatever makes them feel comfortable Um and if the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre is the first port of call, then we can look at each people's situation in um, specifically and give them advice on that. OK, we have a very good qualified listeners. That's the main thing That's who, right, are, who will help with uh, whatever the initial things uh, that need to be done, but also in terms of long, longer term therapy. That's right. So we do offer therapy for anybody who's experienced sexual violence in their life. Um, and they go to um, our centre in Leeson Street or Talop, Balbriggan or Kulak. Um, and they meet a trained therapist for an hour for as long as they need. And we'll offer them support, advice um, and emotional encouragement. It's a fantastic service. And that uh, 24 hour National Rape Crisis Helpline again is 1-800-77-8888. Rachel Morrow, CEO of the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Pat. The Pat- Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.